My name is Angel with That Worked Out. Thanks to our sponsor, Coleman Rogers Photography, online, ColemanRogersPhotography.com. Lots of new music in-house, Mission to Sleep, Linnea's Garden, something new from the Dogmatics, mm-hmm. the smoking gospel, bird language. I talked to Michael Kane from Michael Kane and the Morning Afters in the Boston Admissions interview. It's all coming up. We'll do some covers. Ooh, I have to pick a three for a two. Mm, who should it be? It has been a rather emotional couple of days. If you are a rock and roll fan, even if you're not even really a Foo Finders fan, we're feeling some heartache. The news that came late Friday that Taylor Hawkins of Foo Finders was found dead in his hotel room in Colombia, where the band is currently doing a South American festival tour. Yeah, horrible news. And... We've been learning more about what happened, and it's been really uncomfortable to watch people come up with their own ideas, their own cause of death. You know, he's got a family. He's got kids. I'm not the rock and roll moral authority. I'm just a human being. And while there has been no official cause of death, that won't be determined for some time. Taylor Hawkins was 50, so we start to think about our own mortality, right? And he was monstrously talented. So I'm going to play some Taylor Hawkins on the show, and here's why. Taylor Hawkins and the Coattail Riders were the guest bands for the 2006 Rock and Roll Rumble. From the band's debut self-titled record, Taylor Hawkins and the Coattail Riders, this is their debut single. It's called Louise. It's one small way that I can honor his enormous presence. Rest in beats, sir. Taylor Hawkins, Coattail Riders. It's Boston Emissions.
Boston Emissions, the latest from Dogmatics, Drop That Needle. That's the title track of their forthcoming record. They're releasing that on Saturday, April 30th at the Magic Room. That's in Norwood. I haven't been there. I've been to Norwood. I haven't been to the Magic Room. Yeah, we heard Taylor Hawkins a couple. Range Rover Bitch, because it's so good. That's from his Coda release 2016 and we open the show Taylor Hawkins and the Coattail Riders Louise from their 2006 self-titled record Taylor Hawkins and the Coattail Riders were the guest band for the 2006 Rock and Roll Rumble it was downstairs at the Middle East in Cambridge I know a few people have been posting about it whether they participated that year or they attended the show that year just a mega talent and that guy just exuded pure rock and roll joy on the stage you could just see it it, it just like poured out of him and sadly I wasn't at that Coattail Rider show I would remember that I remember when Black Rebel Motorcycle Club played as the guest band for the Rumble. Mm, fuck, what year was that? Hang on, now I have to look it up. Hang on. All right, all right, all right. I got it. Black Rebel Motorcycle Club played Rock and Roll Rumble Finals 2002, the year the gentleman won. 
I was at that show, and I'll be honest with you, I thought Black Rebel Motorcycle Club were boring as shit. I'm sorry I wasn't at the Colter Rider show. I don't know why I wasn't. I don't know where I was. I wasn't running the Rumble then, that's for sure. All right, this is the brand new one, Bird Language. It's first date. It sounds a little AM gold, like real, real smooth 70s style. Stay or be mine. 
new music mission to sleep april doom is coming (laughs) april 1st is when oh dear you practical jokers april 1st is friday off their debut ep post youth out and available everywhere now pill book will just stare addy sun twin flame more addy sun on the show and here's why boston.com music club debuts this wednesday at eight o'clock we launch with a performance with Addison as the first live guest hosted by Adam 12 from WBCN and Rock 92.9. We are all working together to bring this to you. Thanks to Boston.com. This is the first of many, at least once a month through Boston.com linked at BostonEmissions.com, So you can register and watch us. It'll be virtual until we move into in-person shows, which is coming pretty soon. And that's the new one from Bird Language, First Date, new single from their 625 Days 
I think I got that right. 975 days. That's exactly what the pandemic felt like. We are two years, two years in. Yeah. For me, it was March 13th, 2020, when everything stopped. That was when we were like, holy shit, what is going on? And then in my house, we proceeded to stay home for the better part of a year. I know a lot of us have fatigue talking about it, but I have memory loss talking about it. (laughs) What I mean by that is two years ago feels like a lifetime ago. I don't know, maybe that's a residual effect. My sense of time is just messed up. All right, still to come. I will talk to Michael Caine of Michael Caine and the Morning Afters about their forthcoming record, Broke But Not Broken. That comes out everywhere April 8th on Stateline Records. This song should be very familiar to you. It is a cover song, as done by the Endorphins. Moving in stereo, it's Boston Emissions.
stream. I do like me some pop music, and I do like me some Katy Perry, and I do like a mint green cover. So it's very obviously Katy Perry Teenage Dream as done by Mint Green. Favorite Atama Kiro Don't Change, the NXS cover. Great song, great cover. I play it a lot. Favorite Atama Kiro hasn't been abandoned, oh, I don't know how long, many years, since the early 2000s probably. But I, I went to see them a lot back in the days of Bill's Bar and Linwood over in the Fenway. When you saw rock and roll shows in Boston proper, that was a time. The Endorphins did Moving in Stereo, the Cars classic. And yeah, I am a fan of the Moving in Stereo all mixed up version. Having worked in classic rock radio for a long time, it was like peanut butter and jelly, you know, kind of had to be together. All right, my name is Angel Wood. Thank you for listening to the show. If you would like to support Uncertain FM, please do. Go to Uncertain FM. Nope. Go to patreon.com slash Uncertain FM. Help support weird independent radio. Michael Caine in the morning after has released their debut record. I was actually surprised to learn it was their debut. I don't know why I didn't know that, but I do now. Michael Caine and the Morning Afters released their debut record, Broke But Not Broken, on April 8th on Stateline Records. There are shows coming. Things are looking up. I talked to Michael Caine about mm, all kinds of things. The Worcester Centrum, mm, Pop-Tarts, our misspent youths, youths, youths. You get the picture. Hello, Michael Caine. How you been? How are things? Things are good. Things are getting a little a little crazy with the record coming out soon and trying to do a million things. But yeah, things are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not bad to be wanted though, right? <laughs> I don't know if I'm wanted, but like <laughs> it's it's uh it's just exciting to be able to finally, <laughs> after all this time, be like, mm-hmm. we have a record out. We started the band in 2016, you know? So like mm-hmm. to finally say like, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> like it's pretty awesome yeah how is modern day michael kane in the morning afters different than early 2020 michael kane in the morning afters i it's very weird because we wrapped up the album just as covid started we did most of it in about like december and january of 19 and 20 and i finished up vocals we were in separate rooms and I was doing the masks, but it was kind of before everything really exploded. Yeah. Um, and then we finished and then locked down and everything happened. So COVID for us, like strictly in the sense of our band, not in the world, because yeah. we all know how horrible it was. But as far as the band goes, it was like we finished the record. And while the record was getting pressed, which takes months and months and months and mixed mm-hmm. and mastered and the whole thing, we just got the sort of like, not play shows because there wasn't any <laughs> and we got the sort of just relax a little bit and it was kind of neat and then i'd say 2022 morning afters is definitely refreshed so i'm kind of glad that we had a little bit of time off just kind of itching to to do this you know i did not know this about mark lind he has the patience of a saint is that true oh absolutely <laughs> i did 100 in 10 percent Mark Lind of Stateline Records, of course. Yeah, he is. um, I'm very um, intense when it Mm -hmm. comes to this whole thing. 
like putting out records and putting out music and like I need to be absolutely involved in everything and I need to know where everything stands at all times Mm -hmm. and I understand when somebody is trying to run something it can be very exhausting (laughs) so so he absolutely has the patience of a saint 100 percent you had this record broke but not broken waiting in the wings for well the better part of two years i'm gonna guess right if you were recording it before this all blew up and now we're i don't know i say this to everybody every time i talk to someone i hope we're on the tail end of i hope so yeah but broke but not broken can kind of cover a lot of territory is that how you're feeling about the experience that you just went through and and how the songwriting process went for you oh absolutely right before covid when i started writing the record um, i had some health issues so i had a couple surgeries so we had that Um, i was going through a divorce at the time so i had that and you know without saying like the concept word because anytime you tell somebody you're making a cut you know but all the songs are definitely tied together in a way like that. Um, but I do feel like there's a sense of hopefulness in the songs. And uh, so, yeah, I feel like, I feel like it definitely could be tied to even the pandemic. Like we got through it or the ones lucky mm-hmm. enough to have gotten through it. Yeah, for sure. When did you find your voice? When did you figure it out that you were a singer and a songwriter? Where, where, when did it come to you? Do you know when? Uh, that's a good question. Probably, probably when I was younger and, you know, I was in like, you know, small punk bands when I was like a teenager and stuff, but never really did much with it. And then in the nineties, I had a son and I kind of just put all the band stuff sort of aside, you know, but I always wrote and wrote and wrote. And even if I wasn't very good at the time, you know, when you're younger and you're writing, I always, like, I told somebody this the other day, it's kind of like, when you're a kid and you make your first puzzle and it's five pieces and they're wooden and they're like this big and you, and you complete the puzzle and you're so excited as a kid. And then you get older and like, you're sitting in front of a 20,000 piece puzzle of like a lawn and you're trying to be like, I'm going to do this. And I feel like that's how songwriting is like the older you get and the better you think you are, it'll just knock you down. And it'll Mm -hmm. like, be like, you're not that good. Like, (laughs) like it'll like, yeah, it, even even if a song comes to you so quick and you think like, oh, I'm a songwriter now. Look at this song. This thing came to me in 10 minutes. The next one you try to do, it'll just humble you, you know? So, <laughs> um, but when I was younger, I always wanted to write songs. You know, I was like addicted to the radio and music and documentaries and the whole thing. It was like, mm-hmm. it's all I did. So yeah, I always wanted to do it for sure. You're a Worcester band. And I say that with the utmost respect because I love I'm I'm all about New England. So there's mm-hmm. no uh I remember back in the day, I certainly remember these stories where it was like if you were in Boston and a five oh eight band sent their music, forget about it. <laughs> those days are over. I, I truly believe those days are over. What's good in Worcester? What's happening? And I do have to sidebar and say R.I.P. Sir Morgan's Cove slash Lucky Dog, because I know yeah. it's a crumbling pile of rubble now. Mm-hmm. And that's sad, but that's yeah. the, that's the sign of the times that we're in. Yeah. What's the phoenix rising from the ashes in Worcester after all of this sadness? I know that you're you're playing at Hotel Vernon coming up. I know yeah. that they had a resurgence very recently. Yeah, we're doing a record release at Hotel Vernon, and 
that managed to stay there, which was a shocker because it's yeah. like in the heart of Kelly Square. It's yards, a few hundred yards away from the new baseball stadium. And we're all shocked that it's even still there, mm-hmm. which is which is which is amazing. And it's it really is a shock, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, we're you know, that's a good question. And like, I don't even know if we have an answer to it yet. We're just going to play the show and hopefully, you know, we. We started a band in 2016 practicing at Hotel Vernon once a week because they have a back ship room that if it doesn't get you, you just put your name on the calendar and you have that room. It's free. It's no cost. Like You could just have like a chess club in there. It doesn't have to be a show. You can do anything in there. Mm-hmm. And once a week we would play and we didn't have a bass player and the bartender said she played bass. So she was now in the band for a little bit. Do you at least and- get, you know, free beers or discount? Drinks? Well, they're, I mean, they're a buck. So, <laughs> okay, so I mean, that's no know, sweat. I'm cheap, but yeah, not <laughs> that cheap. I have a soft spot for Hotel Vernon. Like I, I, I'm glad it didn't go away. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic with, with, with the show and with, you know, the turnout and hopefully, you know, more Worcester shows in the, in the, um, in the summer. It, it was weird when we started the band, every time we went out of state, everybody tried their darndest to say we were from boston on the flyers mm-hmm. on every on the event pages boston and like i had to always correct them because i thought it was important you know it's easy just to say you're from the capital city of any state but i think mm-hmm. it's i think it's better to say where you're actually from i think it just it it just adds character to your to your band you know and worcester has that yeah you know having grown up around here and spending time in Worcester, I mean, I don't know anybody that grew up around here that didn't see almost all of their formative rock and roll shows at the Centrum. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's there's no kid alive that grew up around here that didn't spend many, many a night at the Worcester Centrum. I remember lying to my parents on many occasions that I was just going to go babysit at my friend's house and <laughs> steal their car and drive to Worcester to go see Aerosmith or something like that. So it's... I know we don't call it the Worcester Centrum anymore, but I, oh, I always do. call it the Worcester Centrum forever. <laughs> I do. Yeah, same here. It's like, I mean, as young as I remember, it was, you know, we'd go to like the WAG and we'd go to mm-hmm. uh, EM or the Palladium or EM Lowe's or whatever you want to call it or yeah. the Centrum or the Worcester Odd, which was my favorite. I remember is... seeing Skid Row and Pantera there and Ooh. Pantera opened for Skid Row. Oh, wow. It was a yeah. crazy show. I saw so many shows there. Like I saw Patty Smith and Bob Dylan and I saw I saw the Foo Fighters early on there. Yeah. And I saw yeah, I mean I saw when I was a kid, I saw back in the day they had this thing called closed caption TV where you'd get like an uncle to take you to like a WrestleMania. But what <laughs> it was was they put up this screen on the stage that was like the size of probably like a home television now it was probably like the equivalent of like a 50 inch tv and they'd mm-hmm. fill the auditorium and you'd sit and you'd watch wrestlemania mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> and i remember doing that as a kid you know amongst uh, acdc at the worcester centrum so many times and yeah it's uh it's crazy too if you look back at the archive of people that played the worcester odd it'll like blow your mind it's like early simon and garfunkel Mm -hmm. it's sinatra it's i mean it's pretty nuts it's Mm -hmm. it's pretty crazy the fact that that building is going unused is Mm -hmm. a shame 
I remember somehow that it became the new odd. Like they did work to it and they refurbished it or something. They changed the name. It became the yes. Western new odd. Yes. In the nineties, it was the new yeah. odd. I think I saw, yeah. I think I saw the counting crows there and it was the new odd. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, it was the same odd to me. It didn't look any different <laughs> to me, but whatever it takes, you know, I wish they'd make a new, new odd. We actually tried to film. We did a video called dark nights that came out a couple months ago or yeah. maybe a month ago. And we tried like hell to do it at the Worcester Odd. We were talking to the city. We were just begging everybody in Worcester we could do it. Finally, I got the guy that literally has the keys. And he said that it's not safe. Oh, it's just yeah. not a safe building to be in. So yeah. we were like, all right. We, tr we tried like hell to make it happen, but it just, it just didn't happen. I'd really yeah. love to think the city of Worcester is going to not let those empty buildings. I mean... We've had trouble in Worcester with empty buildings. Yeah, I would like to, I would like to hope that they're gonna you know try to revitalize some of that stuff. Yeah, me too. It'd be great yeah. to see that, like you said, the history, the great history that's there. Yeah, it's crazy. So new records coming out, broke but not broken. Your debut, your debut record. You've been debut. sitting on this for two years. Well, you've been a band for longer, but you've been sitting on this for for two long years. Yes. April 8th, it comes down on State Line Records. You've got a couple of shows coming up. You've got one, the Hotel Vernon we just talked about on April 23rd. You'll yep. be at um, the Midway Cafe in Jamaica Plain on the 30th. You're going up yes. to Portland. We yep. live in a beautiful place where you can just get in the van and do a whole run of shows up and down the Northeast. Yeah, it's it's nice because you don't have to worry about the promoters yelling at you for a radius clause. You know, you're just <laughs> like, which I totally get. Yeah, but it's real. It's real, but the good thing for us, Worcester's just far enough away from Boston, mm -hmm. and we know mm -hmm. nobody from Boston goes to Worcester and vice versa. So, yeah, it works out. It works out good, and we're actually, we just added, um, breaking news, we just added um, an in-store at That's Entertainment on Park Ave on the 23rd, which just happens to be record store day. So look That's at that. excellent. Yeah, so we're stoked for that, yeah. Well done. Yeah. I'm going to ask you one question. You can think about it. I put the call out to listeners and fans of the show, and I said, I'm going to bring the interview segment back to Boston Admissions, and what should I call it? Well, the highest number of votes went to Boston Admissions, and I'm like, okay, you win. So I have to get you to kind of fess up to something. Okay. So what I thought, Michael, was what is one thing that even your closest friends might not know about you? Oh, Lord. It can be, you know, a band or a singer that you absolutely love and you listen to that you would never admit to ever listening to. I don't have any of those. I no. will admit to I, I don't have <laughs> I don't have anything what they would call a guilty pleasure. Yeah. I don't know. Like I love the first two Crash Test Dummies records. Like nice. come at me. I don't care. Like it doesn't <laughs> matter to me. Uh let's see. I've never I've never had a Pop Tart. What? How'd you get through life? Yeah, I've never I've never tried Dr. Pepper. Wow. Um, those are probably the ones that most people don't know. Yeah, Pop-Tarts, they just look gross. Like, I know I'm in the minority, and the fact that Pepper is in the name always <laughs> freaked me out because I know I did my research on the history of Dr. Pepper, and it's supposedly just because it adds pep because it's okay. caffeine. But Pepper is also something else, like yeah. salt and pepper. Yeah. And I was always just grossed out by it, so I've never had it. And everybody's like, it just tastes like cherry Coke. Pretty um, much. Yeah, so th those two, no, nobody probably knows that. 
I ate a lot of pop tarts and drank a lot of Dr Pepper, and I'm surprised <laughs> I'm still alive. I'm I'm clearly not the model of best health, so it <laughs> it has nothing to do with me being like right. all high and mighty as far right. as being healthy. But at this point, I feel like being 44 years old, I feel like I can't do it now. Like yeah. I feel like I feel like I've come this far. I can't just mm-hmm. break and have a have a pop tart, a shitty little thing. I don't know. Thank you for hanging out in your car. Thanks for having me. This was fun. It's fun to have things to talk about again. Yeah, it really is. It's It's been so long. There was too many of the me with an acoustic guitar, like singing into Instagram thing. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like beyond over that. right through past the guy handing out all the bracelets and you always seemed a little alone in the backseat all those cars falling like dynamos always depending on the radio tearing through the speakers by your feet in the cold and you feel like we can't go on and you feel like we can't go
Michael Kane of Michael Kane and the Morning Afters, and you're listening to Boston Emissions with Angel Wood.
Two birds, one stone, as they say. Well, okay, in this case, three stones, one bird. Let's leave the bird out of it. A Michael Caine in the morning after three first. Their cover of The Boss, Born to Run, from 2018. And we heard two from the brand new record. From Broke But Not Broken, out on April 8th on Stateline Records, we heard Dark Nights, the video up at bostonemissions.com, which we do talk about in our interview. And Carol Kay, that's also on the new record. Oh, and there are shows. Saturday, April 23rd, Michael Caine in the Morning Afters, Helen and the Trash Pandas, Russ and Luke of Town Meeting at Hotel Vernon in Worcester. And then the following Saturday, the 30th, Michael Caine in the Morning Afters, Stray Bullets, Coffin Salesman, C.E. Skidmore, and D.F.B. at the Midway Cafe in Jamaica Plain. It is good to have things to talk about again. It is good to have new music to play again. You can send it. BostonEmissions.com Everything about the show is there. How to send music. I post a show link if you missed the first two broadcasts. Uncertain FM Sundays at 3 and Bumblebee Radio Monday at 4. And then I post it up at BostonEmissions.com so you can hear the show, read the playlist, vote for songs of the week. Get played more on the radio show. Why is that a bad thing? I have no idea. And I also share songs of the week Wednesday nights on On the Town with Mikey D. That's on 91.5 WMFO at Medford at Tufts University. Time for this. Initiating launch sequence. Boston Emissions Songs of the Week. Thank you, Coleman Rogers Photography. Online, ColemanRogersPhotography.com. Rose are gearing up for the Town and City Festival on April 8th. Little Stitches, hanging tough at number five. Boston Emissions Songs of the Week. Number five.
Boston Emissions Songs of the Week. When you play these games, I can't see. Songs of the Week.
Mission's Songs of the Week.
Sensations, brand new banger, new number one. Okay, same as last week, the Shanghai Lows. Billy, Jean-Paul, Jean-Paul Bruiser coming in at number two. New showing this week, Paper Tigers, Goldmine, hanging tough in the top five. They have a show, 4-1, April 1st. Paper Tigers, Gretchen Shea in the middle eight, and Dutch Tulips at Koto in Salem. That's Salem Mass, always Salem Mass, when I refer to Koto in Salem. I don't think there's a Koto in Salem, New Hampshire. Senseless Optimism, Leave You Behind at 4. It Gets Better, new record out this spring. April 9th, Downtown Lowell for the Town and City Festival. Roser, Little Stitches, in at number 5. They are also part of the Town and City Festival, Downtown Lowell. They play Friday night. Hey, it's spring. Things are looking up. It means we'll be able to go outside and have outdoor shows and backyard parties, which was really what got us through the last couple of years. Linnea's Garden are getting ready to release Fashion Show and going on a little mini tour. The record comes out on Friday, April 1st. April 2nd at O'Brien's in Alston. Linnea's Garden, Pageant Girl, Stars Like Ours, and Carissa Johnson. She sent me this one. It's called No Bra. As in no bra, not no bra. You know what I'm saying?
emissions it's a band called axminster down to the bone from tightrope their new release i was thoroughly impressed to learn that they've been a band since 1983 they were in the 1984 rock and roll rumble it's on the wiki page i went i looked get some of the bands that played that year rods and cones ball and pivot the blackjacks the drive push push the schemers won that year Guest band, Joan Jett. Yeah. Uh, it took place at Spitz and then the finals at Metro. And then the year after that, in 85, it moved to the Orpheum for finals. So it was massive. I mean, the Orpheum, I don't know how many people the Orpheum holds, but that's a lot of fucking people. Key of Caustic, now's the time. And Linnea's Garden, Nobra. From Fashion Show, out Friday, April 1st. Black Helicopter are releasing live on Pipeline at home. The show is March 31st. Adam Bryan's in Austin with Miracle Blood and this band, Wirelines. It's Boston Emissions.
Boston Emissions, it's Black Helicopter. That's off live on Pipeline at home. Pipeline, the long-running radio program on WMBR at MIT. Pipeline host Jeff Bree has passed away very suddenly in 2020. And Black Helicopter will be raising proceeds, donating a portion of the sales of that record to WMBR in Jeff's name. It's Black Helicopter, Miracle Blood, and Wirelines at O'Brien's in Alston on Thursday, March 31st. Wirelines before that, we disappear. I've linked everything at bostonemissions.com. You can go there and have at it. There are a few ways you can support the show. You can hit the PayPal link. You can hit the Buy Me a Coffee link all at bostonemissions.com. I have a whole bunch of merch designs. I'm getting ready to open the online store. This is brand new from the Smoking Gospel. It's called Little Things. It's Boston Emissions.
Boston Emissions, brand new music. It's called The Smoking Gospel, Little Things. It's the new project for Kevin, formerly of Wolf Blitzer, the bands. He was also in Synod for a little while. Wolf Blitzer was a band. I don't think they were a band anymore, but I imagine that name proved mm, confusing. See myself out their new release out in June. All right. Thank you for listening to the show. Sundays at 3 on Certain FM, Mondays at 4, and again, Wednesdays at 4 on Bumblebee Radio. Songs of the Week on On the Town with Mikey D, 91.5 WMFO at Tufts University in Medford. Did I say Wednesday? Yeah, the show starts at 9. And then I post everything at bostonemissions.com, so if you miss the show in any of those time slots, you can always go back and listen to it over and over and over again at bostonemissions.com. Going to close out the show with a classic number. I love to do that. This was a big local hit back in the day. Hire a bird. It's Think Tree. It's Boston Emissions. Bye, everybody. Bye. The clouds so thick they split in two From aerosols The air will fill your lungs with fists For every breath Till future days when life exists To mirror death She shouldn't come to some She may never sing She may never show But you don't know She may never sing She may never show But you don't know She may never sing She may never show But you don't know Lift your eye to the birth blue sky The only way out is to open So you're high in bed
This is Zip Tie Handcuffs. This, this is, is Warshipper. This is Sasha. And this is Chris. And we are When, when Particles Collide. This is Ward Hayden from Girls, Guns, and Glory. We are Goddamn Dracula. Hey, this is Paul Hansen of the Grown Up Noise. Hey, what's up? It's Michael Morata from Vanya Land. I am Anne from, from Harris Hawk. We are Salem Wolves. I am Ruby Rose Fox, and you are listening to Boston Emissions with Angel Wood. <laughs> 